Hello folks, this is Jeremy Greer, here to tell you about all of the amazing things over at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. A couple of bucks a month goes a long way to supporting the show, the network, me, Gary, and all of the hosts on duckfeed.tv. It's a great place to get some cool stuff. You can get access to the Slack, you can get episodes early, you can get all sorts of cool stuff. Check it out, patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Enjoy the episode. Here we have a young man, Scott Sumner. Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I are going through animated Marvel TV shows or movies, uh, just about everything. We're on X-Men Evolution. We are in the middle of season one. And Gary, can, can this show, can we get to season two already? Everybody told us season two is where it gets good. And I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the show to get good already. Jeremy, what if it doesn't? What if it doesn't? <laughs> what if, what if, they if, what if they're all lied to us? Catfish. What if they all watched this when they were, you know, 13 years old and they just have a fondness for it? I don't know. I just, yeah. it's not a bad show at all. I feel bad that the last few episodes we've started out and kind of negative, negatively like this, but boy, like they, they like today in the today session, we're going to do weapon X and it's the most boring representation of weapon X that I've ever seen in my entire life. It's just, it's, yeah. I mean, like if, if you didn't know anything about it, I don't know that you would even be inspired to want to know more. Like I just, it's just some of the most bland storytelling that we've done on this, on this podcast. I figured something out about the show that's related to that during these episodes. Cause I, I mostly mainline these. I watched the first episode and I watched all three of the next three of them in a row. Mm-hmm. They're recording about today. Here's the thing. The X-Men animated series that we know and love that we, that we started this show for was a show about adults aimed at teens. I think this just skews much younger. I don't think this is for like high schoolers. I think this skews like a lot younger than that. And that's maybe what we're picking up on because that version of open X is like very bland, uh, very like toothless and stuff. The way that the characters are portrayed, like I was just realizing like, and this is real, this is embarrassing for me because it's pretty late to realize this in the series. Uh, they do not act like teens. There's, there's like, there's no teenage energy to this. Like in this first episode where Spike has to do a report and he's just like, but man, I like movies. And I'm like, are you four? You know, like this is this is very little kid stuff. Everyone is acting like a very little kid, um, at least like middle school or younger. Yeah. Like the, the episode where they go to the the where they go join the military for an episode for some reason um, <laughs> because it's very like summer camp. It like, very much very, is. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like but but not teenage summer camp where everybody's like off finger banging each other and stuff like summer camp for kids is, is a thing, right? Like, yeah, that is an aesthetic and, and kind of a, a mode. This is like very young like it is skewing very young and the characters look like they might be like juniors or seniors in high school you know like scott looks like he's a little bit older than than you know a a, uh like a seventh grader so i think i think this is just like aimed very low in terms of age and that's part of why it's so toothless and and just not very sophisticated in terms of plotting and why the action is so like gentle and the jokes are so gentle like everything is just very gentle in this i am ready at the very minimum i am ready for the show to ramp up the action scenes like most of the fight scenes we've complained about it before but it's so very by the numbers and kind of just boring like they're just not well directed they're not well shot they're not well animated not shot they're not well animated but it's they're just kind of boring and i I expect the x-men to kind of combine some powers from time to time and you know do some interesting things on the battlefield because they're superheroes. They're like crazy, powerful mutants. And yeah, boy, like the scene that we're going to get with today with, with uh, Sabretooth, where they all gang up on Sabretooth. That's some of the, like we, we see that a lot with the X-Men of like four or five people all using their powers yeah. at the same time. And I've never been like, I was yawning through it almost. Right. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. like, Oh, his hair is blowing back. And there's some red light laser stuff, but yeah, let's, uh, everyone takes turns. Let's just uh, in the action in this. I guess we could just get into the episodes if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about this. Do you want to remind people oh, about, yeah. uh, about Duckfest real quick and what's what's going on with that before we get into the? I do. Theme? I do. Um, Duckfest, August thirty first, 
Clinton Street Theater, Portland, Oregon. Uh, it is a day-long festival of podcasts. Um, you can find out more information at duckfeed.tv slash duckfest. It's 15 bucks for the whole day. We're doing six duckfeed shows and two guest podcasts. Um, super good value. Come eat popcorn, drink beers, hang out with us. Um, it is going to be a blast. And we are not. So if, you, if you're one of the people who is exhausted by the negativity of us on X-Men Evolution, um, first, us too. Like, we are as well. Uh, two, though, <laughs> uh, we're not talking about X-Men Evolution. No. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we're going to come up with something that's a, a lot of fun to talk to, especially with the, since it's a live crowd there. Like, we're going to talk about something hopefully we we love or it's fun to do or has a bunch of crowd participation somehow. So. We yeah. will, we'll, we will, we will announce that as we get closer. We'll, we'll you know, tell y'all what's, what's up. Um, Gary, I'm going to try to send Boudin up there. So if you guys have never, ever know. wanted to try Louisiana Boudin, like we're going to, and assuming <laughs> that when I send it to Gary, he doesn't eat it all <laughs> before the day. I'm going to try. You're going to send, you're going to send a lot of, uh, if you want to come up and get some stage meat. Yeah. Eat some theater meat with us. Yeah. Some, um, some classic Louisiana yeah. Boudin. And just put some meat in your mouth yeah. and listen to a podcast. So. I'm very excited about that boudin. There's another, um, I saw th- there was a food cart mm-hmm. that was a Louisiana food cart, and I got really excited. You know, I think it was going to be good food, but it was um, a Louisiana-style, like, shaved ice thing. Oh, like, so was, yeah, like, yeah, the snow cone type situation. It was, yeah, a, yeah. It was a snow cone, and I was mm-hmm. like, we have those here. You don't get to have that Louisiana. Those are fucking everywhere. Yeah. Lu- like, I, I, you throw shrimp in there? What makes it Louisiana? Louisiana does that thing where it's like, oh, it's a Louisiana snow cone. I'm like, it's ice with some like sugar liquid in it. Like, what are you, what is, what is the classic Cajun recipe that you're like, does it have cayenne pepper on it? I don't, I don't know yeah, what you're you, doing. You don't get to have this. It's like how, how people are always trying to make anime claim everything. <laughs> like, oh, Simpsons is an anime because it's about a family and, you know, and I'm like, well, you, don't, you don't get that. You don't get families. <laughs> you can't you, have you don't get everything families. anime. Yeah, like, you don't get everything. Now you're going to tell I me the dinosaurs get, like, show was, a, was an anime because it was about a family. Because yeah. <laughs> it was a family because it has dinosaurs and there's one anime about You don't get that. You don't get to just take everything, you know. Um, that Louisiana is the anime of uh, cities. That's hey, I, you know, Louisiana. May. <laughs> I really uh, this this Louisiana may is good. Uh, yeah. I was. I really thought you were going to say about the food truck that you were really excited about it because it was going to be classic Louisiana food, and then you realized it was classic North Louisiana food, which is just South Arkansas oh. food, which is bland and terrible. <laughs> and I was going to be like, "Yeah, man, as a dude that grew up in North Louisiana, I feel you. I hate that shit." So, yeah, no, I, I, I would even prefer that over like a, a fucking snow cone. Yeah, um, I'm good with a snow cone. Um, so we're starting here with uh, season one, episode eight, Spike Cam. Uh, kind of sounds like Spy Cam. Um, Spike receives a video camera for a class assignment, but the camera is found by Wolverine's nemesis, Sabretooth, uh, who uses it to find the Institute. I'll okay. let happen. So, I, I just, okay, so a lot of things here, real, real quick. Is mm-hmm. this actually how you spell Spike's name? Did I just miss that it was spelled with a Y? Because I've been using, like, all in my notes, it's, it's, it's Spike with an I, not with a Y. Oh, he definitely uses the Y. That is hilarious. Uh, yeah. That is very good. Uh, how do you not know where the institute is, Sabretooth? Like, what? You've been there. <laughs> Haven't you been there in this? In this, season? we've seen you be there. <laughs> it's so weird. You've been there. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I guess Xavier keeps erasing his memory, but if that's his plan to, to hide the the gigantic mansion, you know, and he does it literally at the end of this one too. So we know what his plan is to keep Sabretooth away. What's hilarious is uh, the episode after this is revealed that Xavier has been storing Juggernaut in like some some immobilization goo, <laughs> at a, and I'm like, why don't you do that to, Zab- that to Sabretooth? Like, just put everybody yeah. in the in the paralyzed, paralytic goo. Like, what the hell? Put everybody in goo. Yeah. Yeah. So we start like, out goo. on the uh, Bayville water tower that Sabretooth climbs and kind of looks around um, and then very quickly go over to the classroom where Spike has gotten a D on his report about Star Wars. And the teacher tells him it's because it's not about the movies, dumbass. It's about the actual space defense program. And I'm like, it, it just the same reaction that you had. Like, is this really a high school thing? Like, I know. <laughs> yeah. How would you be this dumb, Spike? He's he's so dumb, and that's that's the reason why this seems aimed so low is that his intelligence level is just like nothing. You know, there's there's a part like he literally says, I, I quoted earlier, but where the the teacher is like, you know, hmm, you know, this is about the defense system, not those movies. And Spike goes, but I like movies, and I'm like, well, you know, so do we, so do I, buddy. We got that in common. But the, you're at school, okay. And you were made an assignment in your history class, your current events class. They probably weren't going to ask you about the movie. 
That's, you know, that's like a, a literature class at best. It's yeah. like a film class. Also, they would know? have probably said Star Wars the movie and all the other kids would have been super hype about it. <laughs> like, Yeah. How did you miss the context clues, you little idiot? <laughs> like, you're you so dumb, dumb Spike. How like, are you so dumb? dumb? You're so uh, dumb. Why are you so dumb? Um, and I get it, it's like a, it's a kid's show, but I'm t- saying that it's aimed lower than, than mm-hmm. ordinarily. Like they, they, they're acting with a level of sophistication that's like less than any of the other X-Men things we've done. Yeah. Like the Avengers wouldn't do this. Like even that terrible fucking Avengers cartoon, Hawkeye wouldn't be like, uh, you know, when, when you, you told me to, to go get lunch. I, I figured I'd, I'd go get a, uh, go steal the restaurant or, you know, some like people understand basic concepts and what they're doing, exactly. you know, in, in yeah. the, uh, you know, in, in, in these other series just not in this one though. Cause they're little idiots. And, and, but, and before anybody adds us about it, just to, just to clear this, I know that there are shows that are really, really good that are also aimed at children. Like I, I, totally. I, have, I have watched almost all of Steven Universe. Like I'm behind by a few episodes, and that's a show that is clearly made for children and adults at the same time. I think you could probably, it's not my generation, and I've never really watched it, but my, I have siblings that have. Like SpongeBob is that, like that way for a lot of people. Like they grew up with it as a kid, and when they return to it as adult, like it has a lot of those adult themes in it. Like all of that stuff can exist. This just seems like. Not only is it aimed at kids, but it's missing that adult layer and it's missing like anything really meaningful to it so far. Like, again, we keep we keep hearing that season two is going to save the day. So I can't wait. (laughs) Krusty's going to get here. It's not just a a question of like quality, right? Like we're we're saying it's when we're saying it's aimed at little kids, we're saying it is a quality thing. But what I mean is that like it's, you know, there obviously could be good things aimed at kids. Um, this is just aimed at very little kids. It's like almost like, like it feels like Teletubbies or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, or it feels like Barney almost, right? Barney, like it's, yeah, it, like yeah, it's it, so it, young. Like not quite that young, but a, like maybe a year or two older than that. Like it's aimed very young. Yeah. For that, there's no, there's no, uh, there are no jokes. Like there are no, no interesting plots. Like nothing really happens. That you know, the the dialogue is very simple. The characters are not acting with like any kind of like real complicated complicated emotion or motivation, really. You know, it's just, it's, it's just skewed very young, you know, and, and Steven Universe, like it is skewed young, but it's sophisticated. It's extremely sophisticated. Oh yeah. You know, adventure game. Very, very, uh, sophisticated. There's a lack of sophistication here. That's driving me nuts. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he asked for extra credit cause he, cause he, he says he's going to get a D and he's like, Xavier is going to kill me. And I'm like, yeah, your dad, dude, <laughs> like you have a dad. We met him. <laughs> like, Xavier going to do to you. It's inappropriate. Um, but he asks for extra credit and the teacher gives him a digicam so he can make his own movie about a current event. And the teacher says current events doesn't just mean history. It means anything you care about. I'm like, uh, eat this. <laughs> that's not true. That's silly. He, um, uh, he immediately uses this. He goes to the window and like zooms in on the Institute and then zooms in more and then zooms in more and then zooms in. I'm like, what the fuck is this camera made out of? Like, super cam. Is this a, is this a Hubble telescope that the teacher just gave it to me? Like, what the fuck? But he's got about that. Like, he, uh, uh, he zooms way in and catches Logan, like entering the place. And, uh, this is revealed. We go to an intro or no, um, Sabretooth is just watching, watching this from above. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and then we go to the intro and then we go back to the school where Rogue and Kitty are kind of having this weird rivalry thing that doesn't, I mean, it, it goes somewhere in this episode, but it's completely ignored in subsequent episodes. And it's kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, they're roommates. Like we, we, we didn't find, I think this is where we find that out. We do. Yeah. They, yeah. They're roommates. Um, either this episode or the next one. Also just to save it or save us some time later. Why are they roommates? <laughs> why? It's why? a pretty big mansion. It's a huge mansion. <laughs> like there's six kids and like a couple adults in here. And obviously Storm is probably in the attic with all of those like weird plants that she grows. Like that's yeah. always been a staple. Like, I mean, maybe Xavier gets two rooms, but what is he doing with the rest? <laughs> You'd think that they would just have the, the, the danger room run the super sleeper scenario or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> My bed is made out of hard light. It's from space. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it can create spinning saws, it can create a fucking you know memory foam mattress, right? Xavier, yeah, yeah. come on! <laughs> like, are you telling me that Casper mattresses has more power than the Xavier Institute? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I get the shitty danger room pillows? I want real pillows, Xavier. <laughs> well, it's a it's a firm yet soft light. Um, <laughs> so. Rogue and Kitty are arguing over a book that somebody has or doesn't have uh, when they run into uh, Jason, who is the local hot boy, I guess. Uh, and 
they find out that he is putting on a play of Dracula. He is playing the titular character and will really, he's really not wants... putting on the school's putting on the play. Whatever. <laughs> just like doing a private production out of his house. Yeah, I mean, Jason's <laughs> Jason is the dude, man. Look how hot he is. He's yeah. obviously capable. Yeah, he is, he is hot. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He has, he has playwright hotness. Um, um so he, he he wants Kitty, who is uh, obviously crushing on this dude and acting very girlish, why Rogue kind of rolls her eyes at the whole situation. He wants Kitty to try out for it. And she says yes. And Spike is like on the side filming all of this. Spike has a weird porn director vibe whenever he's doing any of this. Yeah, yeah. He does a lot of non-consensual filming yes. um, of this. And he's just trying to get real life. Like he doesn't, He also doesn't find anything uninteresting enough to film or to not film. Yeah, like everything has to be to be filmed. So this just kind of like discussion about a play. He's like, yeah, this is the stuff I care about. Like, you don't care about anything. You're not a person. <laughs> You're no personality. Um, I also found the Dracula-ness in this pretty weird because Rogue was very clearly shown to be reading Dracula recently. Yes. So I thought that I was like, oh, this is Rogue. Like Rogue likes uh, gothic horror. She's going to be into this, but she's not into it except for to to spite Kitty. Yeah. Which is really weird. Because, like this should have been the other way around. Where Rogue was like, oh, this is my thing. Like, I, you know, I love Dracula. I want to do this. And then Kitty, like, has to spite him because she has the crush. But Ro- Rogue being agnostic to the fact that it's, like, her, this book that we've seen her reading just feels like a dropped ball for some reason, you know, to me. Yeah. You know, it, she loves this shit. It seems like they, they're just forgetting stuff that they have char- characterized with these characters <laughs> from yeah. episode to the next. Um, and I'm barely fucking paying attention. If I can remember, you guys can remember. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 if you took like a graph of me looking at my phone during watching these episodes, like it would just it would spike like it would it would it would spike cam. It was like eventually it would get so high. You know, it, it's a it's a trajectory of looking at my phone more and more because it is boring. Uh, and the uh, yeah. So I don't know. Um, so he's, he's filming it. Rogue says she's going to try out for the play. Yep. Um, Sabretooth arrives, um, watches his skates, or Spike is doing some skateboard, mm-hmm. uh, skateboarding trick, filming himself doing skate tricks. Cause that's something he cares about. Can you imagine the movie he's going to submit <laughs> where <laughs> it's like two teacher? girls arguing Wolverine <laughs> unlocking his door. Um, doing skate tricks like because presumably here's some stuff i care about teach the professor didn't give him like editing software like he just gave yeah. him the camera so he's just making the cuts live on the camera itself and, and literally like yeah. two girls arguing about a boy and then like a, a like me holding it up like a selfie camera and then and like riding a skateboard and running into people like that's that's gonna be one to the next it's gonna be like a like the, the professor's gonna be like have you seen quentin tarantino movies like are you doing a time jump and spike's like quentin yeah. I don't have know you what you're seen talking about. fucking Star Wars? Like, why, why does this not... My God. Oh, man. Um, um, eventually, like, he comes to this cat that he has to ollie over, and uh, Sabretooth, who's been following <laughs> via truck this entire time... <laughs> um, Sabretooth's truck. ...just, like, knocks him over, but not knocks him over the sca- over, off the skateboard. Like, he knocks him... Like to the left, and the the camera just stays in one spot. Like it's a, it's a weird physics <laughs> it's a thing. Cartoon. Yeah. And and the best part of the episode, Spike goes directly into the trash can. <laughs> I really yep, like that. Throws, it was good. Yep, yep. And what Sabretooth is doing? This is all part of Sabretooth's master plan because he saw Spike use the Hubble telescope, vid, you know, vidcam, to take a picture of Wolverine unlocking his door. Uh, so he just watches that records a little spite thing which we don't find out until later and then give, puts the camera back i thought why didn't he just take the tape like, yeah, that's dude. what i thought he did but he didn't he just looked he just watched the tape why didn't you why didn't you look at where the camera was pointing and see the enormous mansion wolverine was going into right when he just <laughs> follow the sight lines dude like, i mean like if the the camera like pans up to the edge of town where there's a huge mansion overlooking bayville like it's crazy big yeah. Um, yeah, this, none of this stuff makes any sense. Um, Spike gets out of the garbage can, finds his camera still there. Uh, when Toad shows up and is like, Hey, I want to be in your movie. And Spike's like, no man. And then <laughs> Sabretooth is like, Oh, I didn't, we didn't mention that Sabretooth as he's looking at the footage is like groaning to himself. Like he's like, <laughs> he's like really into like just this footage of Wolverine. And I'm like, maybe I misunderstood the relationship. I didn't realize you guys were into each other like that. Uh, yeah weird so toad's doing all this parkour which again do you have to hide your powers or not who knows um you know spike says you know you get out of here Tilonsky. we don't want you um the next day spike wakes up um and he when he wakes up he shoots some spikes out of his arms oops um storm shows up and is just like hey you know 
you got to chill with that. Like yeah. you got to chill with this, 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 uh, this movie. Well, and, and like, and, and, and basically says like, Oh, I have, you know, we need to review this movie before you submit it anywhere to make sure you're not going to give away any X-Men secrets. And I'm like, so are they, can they be mutants or not? Like, does, do people know or not? I what don't, is an X-Men secret? Yeah. yeah. What, <laughs> like in, what this, is, in this show? What does that mean? Um, so and then we get the, the real creepy thing where Spike like sneaks into Jean's dressing room. And then, uh, I mean, she's not naked or anything. Like she's wearing a nightgown and like holding up clothes above her, but he's still like filming without her permission. And like, Oh, I, I didn't really even get to see anything anyway or something like it's yeah. really fucking strange. Don't like that at all. <clears throat> like said, like the, the Spike, the character, what we know about him is he loves movies. He's hoping to catch some like fucking prepubescent bush and, uh, and loves skateboards. And that's basically the note card that the, the writers were working off of. Yeah, totally. Um, from here, we go to Wolverine and Cyclops. Wolverine, they're, they're doing some training. Field battle training simulation number seven. Uh, mm-hmm. and, which is basically like a bunch of turrets pop out of the ground and like shoot spiked stuff at, at, at these two while they run past it at the fa- as fast as they can. Um, I actually think like this would probably make pretty cool footage if he's chasing these two on a skateboard while they do cool oh, yeah. shit. Like this is baller. Like this would be awesome. Uh, but instead, he just like Cyclops trips or gets hung up on a um. What do they call these things? Bolos or something? What do they call the? Oh yeah, like a bolo. Like a bolo. Okay. Yeah, it's um, a bolo at him. It's it's different from the tie, you know. But it's it, it's very similar. It's, no, it's just a bunch of bolo ties. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a, a, <laughs> a, a bunch of uh, Texas oil barons pop up out of the danger room ground and just when, when they canceled Deadwood, Xavier bought all of the costumes and <laughs> repurposed it as weaponry to defend yeah. the X Men. If you wait several years, you can actually get decent prices on these auctions. <laughs> click, click. <laughs> yeah, but that would require Xavier to talk in this episode, which yeah, uh, which doesn't happen, which is so fucking weird. So yeah. Um, so he films Cyclops getting tripped up. Um, and then, uh, he gets into a, the line of fire on these like crazy death saws. So Wolverine has yeah. to knock him out of the way, knock the saws out. And the saws like go careening wildly. <laughs> One cuts off the head of a statue. And I'm like, yeah, the, do we really need the, this sharp of sh- saw blades to do this? Did you guys forget you have a danger room? <laughs> Why are you doing like, this? What, what is it with the danger sidewalk? Like you don't have to have the danger driveway. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. And it shows all three blades going off. And there's this real, like, again, just like frustrating editing thing because it shows one hit a wall and you're like, okay, it hits a wall. It hits one chop off the head of a statue. And then there's like kind of a pause and then it shows one chop off a branch. Yeah. And I was like, why didn't you do the head last? Because that's implying that Spike could have lost his head from this. Well, and it's, you know, it's I don't care about like, that fucking tree. It's, it's also like comedy has a rule of threes, right? Like you could have ramped yeah. that up and do something funny. And then like, and then the third one hits and then you go right back to the thing and it would have been funny. But yeah, yeah. This is just like kind of badly edited. Um, yeah. Logan grabs this camera, hits the erase button, and then turns around and proceeds to watch what was on the tape. And I'm like, I don't know how this digicam works at all. Hubble telescopes are fucking weird, y'all. It's got a backup. It's got a satellite backup to the Hubble space station. Yeah, so, they sent this yeah. to fucking NASA. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these cool skate tricks. Um, so he sees Sabretooth. When Sabretooth uh, took the camera, he watched Wolverine look at his address and then recorded himself saying, thanks, Spike, for showing me where Wolverine's at. <laughs> And Saber and, and Wolverine, of course, goes goes ape shit here. Um, Sabretooth shows up at the gate because now he knows where it's at. He he took the long way here. His truck broke down. <laughs> he had to push it. Of course, yeah. Um, uh, tears up the gate, and I I just had this moment. I was like, why are you scared? Like Sabretooth can show up, but you're a team of superheroes. Like Wolverine can take out Sabretooth. Uh, I don't understand why Sabretooth would be immune to Xavier, just like erasing his memory like he does at the end of the fucking episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why are you scared why is this a problem yeah i this, do not understand Sabretooth is i mean i know he can be frightening but like in the show as he's presented he's he's kind of a low-tier like mutant enemy like we've already fought him off once or twice uh yeah he and now he's charging directly through the gates and I guess, you know, I'm, I'm remembering something from the earlier episodes where Wolverine said something like, oh, I've, I've hidden the location from Sabretooth or whatever. So maybe that's where all of this is coming from. But it's all just really poorly handled and, and, and bad. And I have yeah. him fucking arrested. <laughs> just put, put him have, in the, the juggernaut gel. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't you don't just you're a superhero team. This is this, you're the most equipped people to deal with this um, on the planet. So they start fighting uh, and eventually, like, they, they're going back and forth a little bit. Uh, Wolverine is is kind of going into berserker mode just a little bit when the rest of the team shows up and it becomes a, a group effort. 
So Storm starts out with like, I'm going to use my wind power and and give him a strong gust. I'm going to muss up his hair. I'm going to mess up his fur. Uh, And then it's like, oh, yeah, this is not working. I should probably use lightning, the strongest of my abilities. And then (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I don't start with lightning all the time. Um, Yeah. Is there any mutant whose weakness is the the power of wind? Like, <laughs> like, ooh, yeah, God! It's you know, you're, you're half the speed of a hurricane gust. Ooh, yeah. I don't know anybody who's really getting that hurt by wind. Very weird. Yeah. Um, Cyclops blasts him, but he keeps pushing past it because he's strong. Gene mm-hmm. knocks him, uh, knocks him over a bench. Um, but eventually, though, he just kind of leaves. Like he's like, you know, enough. But I'll be back. Logan chases him off, but loses him uh, at the river where he loses his scent. <laughs> I mean, so. is that how that works? <laughs> like, this is you such know, a weird fucking thing to 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 happen. Like, I he has like super hearing smells and like super hearing smelling ability, super hearing super smell. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm fucking. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't even super talk. Senses. I'm so frustrated at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, I, I think I think with real wolves, the reason why this happens is the wolves actually smell the ground mm-hmm. that's there. But Wolverine has been shown many times just to be able to smell the air, yeah, and stuff. So checkmate. Uh, <laughs> and then also. He could go to the other side of the river and pick up the scent pretty easily. Like I bet you Sabretooth did not like fucking lazy river back to his house. <laughs> also, he has a, I mean, does he have a house? He lives with like, you know, Cornelius van, you know, war crime, science crime, uh, up in the North actually. So I don't even know what he's doing here. I don't, he just goes and sleeps in his truck. Uh, does he, I mean, does he still yet. have that truck? <laughs> does it go back to the, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, like, look, this could all be like a weird reference to Saturday Night Live and he could literally be going to a van down by the river. Maybe that's what happened because mm-hmm. he yeah, went inside sure. his, his saber tooth van and, you yeah. know, with the wizard painted on the side because saber tooth is real fucking into wizards. And, yeah, and, and, that's awesome. and uh, Wolverine hasn't seen that episode of Morph Night Live, so he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> Did we create an alternate universe where Morph was, uh, <laughs> I can't remember that dude's name. Morph uh, Michaels. Yeah, sure. He's, he's 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 responsible for all of the Saturday Night Live acting and like all of yeah. the good stuff from the late early, early late eighties, early nineties. Oh, yeah. Alan, so, Adam Sandler uh, so, being Morph actually explains a lot about those movies. To be honest with that, you, that's uh, he would be a big good casting. Um, <laughs> so basically, uh, Xavier and Wolverine they do talk. Xavier does talk briefly during this. I forgot about that. They kind of talk about capturing Saber Tooth and using a hostage. To lure him out, and uh, they're all they're pretty hard. Sabretooth using capturing someone using a hostage to bring Wolverine oh, gotcha. out of the yes, out yes, of yes, the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. They 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 know that uh, he cannot fight Wolverine when he has all his X Men backup. Mm-hmm. He's gonna want Wolverine to go alone. You'd think Wolverine would just go out alone because Wolverine's not scared of Sabretooth. But like, okay, he's gonna kidnap a kid. Spike over here is this. He's real mad at the camera. <laughs> he blames the um, camera. Like that's the middle operating proficiency of Spike. Is he's like he sees all of this go down and is like, "This is a bad camera." And I'm like, "That's what are you talking? Why?" It's, it's like it's <laughs> the end of Game of Thrones where the dragon sees the chair made of knives and says, "Oh, a knife did this," and burns the chair made of knives. <laughs> it's definitely the knife's <laughs> <You know>? fault. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Spike. That's the oper- that's the wavelength Spike is operating on. Oh man, um, dumbest character on the show somehow. Really, um, I mean, it's surprising. Um, so we we go over to Rogue and Kitty, who are now arguing about who gets to listen to the the Dracula soundtrack. Which I, Gary, <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying to know what the Dracula soundtrack sounds like. Like I gotta, I gotta find out. It's an organ, and also I don't know. They they seem very into it. They and do, and, and the, the argument is also like Rogue is like you've been bogarting it, you know, this whole time or something. And Kitty's like, yeah, I bought it. And like, why isn't that the end of the discussion? Like, it's hers. <laughs> it's hers. <laughs> You've been bogarting like, that shirt. Doing, it's my shirt. What are yeah, you talking about? I don't bogart my apartment. I've been <laughs> bogarting my computer, bogarting all my stuff for most of my life. You know, we're not related. You know, you can't just have stuff that's in oh, the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but Spike finds him and is like, "Hey, I've got an idea." He puts a plan in motion, uh, which is. Boy, this this quote unquote plan is crazy. Uh, but it mm-hmm. starts with um, Rogue jumping in her moped, Kitty's on the back, um, Spike is doing the Back to the Future Sk- thing. Yeah, Skitchen. Skitchen. That's what it was called. I forgot, yep. I forgot about Skitchen. Y'all forgot about Skitchen. Um, Wolverine finds out that they left and he's all freaked out. He yells at Cyclops about it. Um, and then we go to this field where Spike has convinced these two women to dance for him, um, to practice for the play. And 
dude, he's like, oh, yeah, y'all got moves. Hey, Rogue, <laughs> why don't you take off your clothes and touch Kitty? And I'm like, wait a minute. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> what steal her you, dance moves. What did I mean, you Rogue say? is just staying there. Kitty is dancing, but Rogue is just staying there. And this, this whole, this exchange is very strange. Right? Like, I got my own style. And it's like, you ain't got no style. Like, they're just kind of going back and forth. And yes, this is a show because they presume, uh, you know, that, that Sabretooth is watching, right? Like, this is them trying to act as bait. Is it though? Like, I feel like, well, that's I, the I feel thing, like the right? two, I, don't, I feel like Rogue and Kitty have no idea this is a bait. This is bait. Like, well, I feel that, like Spike did not well, tell them about this. Spike was just like, <laughs> let me film cool. you for practice. <laughs> yeah, I got an idea. It's that I, I want to jerk off later and I need help. Like, <laughs> I got an idea and it's that I want to touch my genitalia later on. Yeah, let me show you this plan. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, who knows if they told him, but regardless, it's very weird. Yes. Um, so uh, Sabretooth does show up. Uh, destroys the boombox they're dancing to and uh, grabs Spike and then uh, Spike shoots his spikes out mm-hmm. and hurts Sabretooth. And this is, you know, everyone is acting like an idiot. Like, this is their ambush plan and they're terrible at it. Like, so that was the, you know, that was at least Spike's plan, maybe the girl's plan as well. And Sabretooth just like forgot this guy's made of spikes uh, by not following the trail of breadcrumbs that begins and ends with his fucking name. Um <laughs> Sabretooth goes for Kitty. Gee, uh, I wonder what armor's power is, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not even... Oh, man, I'm so surprised the storm has weather powers. Oh, I did not see this coming. Yeah. Stop, stop telegraphing your powers, people. Um, so, uh, and well, he's also fought them before. So I don't know. Um, he goes for Kitty. Uh, Kitty phases out, but then she gets distracted and gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. Sabretooth grabs Rogue. Uh, Wolverine shows up, and they fight around. Uh, Logan tosses him around. Rogue eventually touches him and then uh, not touches Sabretooth and knocks him out yeah. and turns into like uh Roger, Roger, Saber, Saber Rogue, Roger Tooth, uh, this weird Wolfman uh, version of Rogue, yeah. which I was thinking about this too. And I was like, why didn't you just make the play the Wolfman? Because then you could have made a little joke here. Sure. You know? Yeah. You know? Uh, also, also, like she's her voice changes to like a yeah. like I thought Sabretooth just had a weird voice because he smoked a lot of cigars and was ancient, right? Like that's that's yeah, what yeah. that dude. Like I just assumed that that was why he has that gravelly voice. Like, but no, apparently it's his mutant power. <laughs> like she she touched it and stole yeah. his mutant <laughs> voice away from Sabretooth because she she's kind of talking like like I'm like, are do you have a hole in your neck? Is that what's happening right now? It's real bad. Um, so. This is after this has been kind of handled. Logan is like, "You did this on purpose, didn't you, Spike?" And Spike's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "I really expected Logan to be like, well, don't like this is a terrible plan. Like, you endangered two of your friends. You almost got killed. You yeah, didn't yeah. call me. I just showed up on my own. Nobody knew about the plan. <laughs> like, what? How is this even what, a plan? What? Yeah. What is the difference between this and just Sabretooth kidnapping a kid to lure Wolverine out? Yeah, which is what they were trying to avoid. Like, that's exactly what happened. Like his plan was to get maybe disemboweled by Sabretooth. Fucking weird, like, dude. you know, um, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. The, Everyone's an idiot. And then in the next scene is the blackbird dropping Sabretooth off in presumably Canada or this. the Arctic or something. Yep. Um, and he's Middle like, of nowhere, like definitely the Arctic. And he like, like wakes yeah. up as if like, where am I? Who am I? And then the camera pans to Xavier and this fucking yes. zoom to Xavier's God, face <laughs> is so fucking great. He's just looking down and kind of got this weird half smirk and like, yeah, I fucking just like killed that dude. Essentially. I erased your memory and dumped you in the fucking Arctic. Like is the, I, I was howling. I fucking love this. I don't know if it's ever been established if, if Xavier's junk works since he broke his spine, but if it does, he's, he's fully at full mass. He's fully erect. Right yeah. Now. This is what gets Xavier. him off. Yeah. The um, the thing I loved about this was I was like, oh, if this didn't happen in the episode, this is exactly the joke me and Jeremy would make <laughs> about what happened. Like, this is what this is like, con- con- te- like textual confirmation of the joke we've been making about Xavier just erasing everyone's memory to cover up for his weird, shitty dynamic of raising a bunch of high school students. Mm-hmm. And it's actually what he does. It's, it's it's amazing. I love it so much. And he, so him not saying anything is so good. He just like backs up. <laughs> and so then. Good. And then the final thing is everybody uh, sitting down for the school play for Dracula. Um, and then before the play can start, we see like what Spike's video that he submitted was. And it's 
it's just so bad. I don't. Even, I can't even go through the scenes. Like yeah. there, this, there's a scene of Gene like getting undressed, like in it, and he's like, <laughs> "It's family," and I'm like, "I have no idea what we're trying to teach <laughs> kids on, right now. What are you doing? Yeah. Is this the reason <laughs> yeah. that Brazzers has nothing but stepsister porn now? Is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> have we did X Men Evolution poison the kids, and now they all can pay Brazzers. for porn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah, it's a uh, boy. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's bad. Um, and then the play starts, and Rogue and Kitty are uh, like just dancing beside Dracula. Like it's not a play. Like they're they're just. I mean, they're E three girls, right? Like they're 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 just like hot chicks are doing something. Yeah, yeah. They're they're they're, they're like Dracula is staying there, and they're just dancing next to him. Yeah, they're both auditioning to be brides of Dracula, like Bram Stoker style. And there's so. weird like. Uh, I guess the only way to describe the music is like kind of upbeat garbage, like not, and not, yeah. not like garbage trash, but the band garbage with that chick singing. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's like a weird, bad, yeah. upbeat version of uh, I only I'm only happy when it rains. <laughs> like that's what this is. <laughs> Someone made a jazz version of I'm only happy when it rains and like put a marimba behind it. And now that's what we're listening to. Yeah, that's the remix. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it's not a good episode, everybody. You want to get into the next one? I do. Also not a good episode. Um, you know, it, yeah. Um, there, there's, uh, yeah, the, the stuff with juggernaut in this, like we'll get into it, but I actually like this treatment of juggernaut. Mm-hmm. So, Interesting. you know, um, and the action scene at this, I think is the most competent one they've done. Okay. Where everyone teams up. Sure. I think this is, it's not good. Not good. It's just the most competent one they've done. So, Fair enough. Uh, episode nine, survival of the fittest. The X-Men and the Brotherhood go to a survival camp where they must learn to work together. Mystique releases Professor X's evil brother, Juggernaut. Hey, I, so. you know, I, I haven't really been referring to the delinquent teens as the Brotherhood. Do you think Mystique told them that mm-hmm. their full name is the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants? Like, <laughs> do you think they're just yeah. known as the Brotherhood or like, has, did they fill it out to the end? Right. Like, is it all the way? Like, I, like, because I mean, if you told me as a teenager, like you're going to be in a Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, I'd be like. So where are the good guys? <laughs> like where, yeah, yeah. Well, that that, that implies, implies a whole other team that I need to be worried about now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The um the, the one of my favorite things, not really favorite, but just something I've noticed. I need to stop saying my favorite when it's just something I want to say. Uh, I don't have any excuse to say it. Um, but is it been like the way that comics have tried to retcon that? You know, mm-hmm. the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants because it's such a cartoonish name, and there's been all kinds of like interesting things. So like there's been um. You know, things where they said that it was ironic. There were uh, things where they've said, like, Magneto always just called it the Brotherhood of Mutants, but the news called it the Brotherhood <laughs> of Evil Mutants. It stuck. <laughs> Fucking you Fox know? News, man. Um, I'll tell you what. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they, they just, you know, they're, they're the squad of evil mutants. The squad of evil congresswomen. The, the, um, a- the Axis of uh, Evil Mutants. Is that what, is it a George Bush <laughs> thing? <laughs> well, the axis, well, the Axis of Evil Mutants. And then there have been ones, too, where, like, modern groups have taken it and they've kind of, like, tried to reclaim it. You know, and stuff like that. Like, they've tried to reckon with the fact that they use this sil- silly Silver Age name, you know? Yeah, that's fun stuff that so. comics does with that. Um, yeah, I like that. I like that kind of thing quite a bit. Uh, honestly. Um, so, we uh, we start off at this max security prison um, where a cop enters a special sh- cell. And, uh, you know, they're going through lots of security until they get to this big guy who's in a vat of green liquid. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, hey, Juggernaut. I was, kind of, I was like, oh, this is the Hulk because it's green liquid. Yeah. I just assumed it might be the Hulk. Like, well, and and just kind of like the way that people are drawn here. Yeah. Like his his just normal face, if he's coated with green, looks like a Hulk face mm-hmm. because he's got such a broad like the art style. Yeah, um, there. Kane is uh, Kane is exceptionally ugly uh, as in this representation of Juggernaut. Like every time he takes the helmet off, I'm like, boy, you can just hit every every branch of the ugly tree on the way down, huh? Like Jesus he's, Christ, he's got a real case of like wide face, narrow hips. Yeah, also you know? that. Yeah, I think yeah. I think his whole design is is super bad in this. Like his 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 helmet is ten acres too big. Like it's fucking yeah. ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't. When I said I like the treatment of him, it is not the visual treatment. Uh, so this is Mystique. Mystique lets him out and is like, "Is the cop? Yeah, yeah." Um, is like, "Hey, uh, we want you to do this thing." And Juggernaut is like, "Fuck you, no." <laughs> I'm well, that, do- that, like that's the part I like. She's like, "I'm here. I'm a deal maker. I'm here to make a deal. I'll let you out if you go do this thing for me." 
and he just shoved her out of the way. And I, I this that's the part of it I like is he's just like, yeah, I don't deal. Yeah, you know, I don't, you I don't give up. a I do fuck about you or whoever you work for. Like, thank you for letting like, me out and bye. No, no, thank you. I, I love Juggernaut, who is just like, yeah, I do what I want. Like, fuck this. You know, I, I think that that's a, this is a good treatment of Juggernaut. Um, we go over to the survival camp where a weird military instructor uh, that IMDb told me is the same voice actor as Professor X in this show, which is, oh. I wouldn't have picked up on it at all. Yeah. Um, but he's basically like drilling into, like, it's very much the, um, uh, what the hell is that movie? Uh, uh, Ar- Arlie Emery in uh, Full Metal Jacket. Thank you. It's the Full Metal Jacket thing of where the, sar- yeah. the, the sergeant is yelling at everybody. Um, now he doesn't talk about reach arounds or hand jobs or anything like that, but he, you know, <laughs> yeah. he, he covers the basics. Um, and he says that Scott, because of his scholastic performance is going to be the academic, uh, achieve the, is going to be the group leader, leader because of his academic achievements. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, all, I don't think any of the X-Men are really into this. Like Jean is kind of into this because she basically does whatever Xavier wants her to. But the rest of these kids are like, can we just go the fuck home? Like we have a danger room. Why are we here? Yeah, I don't, I don't actually understand what the point of this is. The whole idea is that they're supposed to be learning a lesson about not using their powers. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they don't learn that lesson and it's fine. Yes. And they go off to deal with an unrelated threat that we just set up, which is juggernaut yeah, where they absolutely have to use their powers. So, and, and is this a thing? Do do you send kids off to like have a drill, drill sergeant yell at them to like climb a mountain? Is that like, is this real? Uh, like I've, I mean like summer camp was not this, but I mean not survival camp or anything, but like it was definitely, uh, you need to go learn like boy scouts is kind of this thing. Like if you, mm. I don't know if you ever did the boy scout thing, but they would have like, you know, weekend uh, camp things where you would go out. No, no, no video games were allowed or game boys or whatever they called it in the last episode. Um, Like, you know, so you had to go out and learn how to start a fire and, um, you know, not touch another dude's penis because you're definitely not gay or they throw you out of the boy Scouts. Um, (laughs) They (laughs) stuff like that. You had to learn, you know, how to repress your sexuality and how to start a fire. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. sure that they have survival camps like this for kids now, like with the way that prepper stuff is goes. I'm like, I'm, I'm assuming that some poor, 13 year old nerd is getting forced to go live in hell world for a summer. So his dad can like pat himself on the back about it. But yeah. Yeah. Fucking sucks. Yep. Um, yeah. Rogue is like, Hey, who knows how to hotwire a bus? I'm getting out of here. But <laughs> I love the, the idea of Rogue stealing the fucking school bus. I love the oh, idea of, of Rogue kind of being the bad kid on the good kid team now. Like ever yeah, since yeah. that weird episode, she's like, she, she's kind of been like, she's definitely on the X-Men, but she's also kind of a, sh- kind of a shitty X-Man. So yeah, full of sass. Um, I love it. Blob is like, Hey, I should be the group leader. And everyone's like, you're a, you're a fucking crazy person, Blob. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> I think Avalanche even says like, you can't even spell schoolastic achievement. Like what the fuck are you even talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah. And Avalanche actually has a pretty good idea here. He's like, yeah, let's not go beat them up. Let's go beat them at, at, at what we're doing. Let's like show them out so that they're not the best kids in school. And I'm like, Hey, props to you. Props to you. Guy whose yeah. name I've already forgotten. Shitty Avalanche. Like, even though it's weird that Avalanche is positioned as the Cyclops of the other team. Oh yeah. Like, Avalanche is definitely the leader, which is very strange. Well, I mean, um, out of the four, out of the, out of, out of the group, right? Like, I mean, it's not going to be Toad. It's not going to be Blob. I've already forgotten who the uh, fourth person is. There's got to be one of them. Who yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the other mutant? Quicksilver. Thank you. Quicksilver. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, back at the, the juggernaut hole, uh, this is where Mystique gives him the helmet and he pushes her down the stairs, um, which is great. And, and um, we found out that she's freeing him because he'll go take revenge on Xavier for putting him in here and she'll be able to get Cerebro. Like that's the whole thing. Yes. She wants Cerebro. That's her. And to find mutants. Cause at this point, like Mystique slash Magneto and Xavier are just collecting Pokemon. We're still in the yes. collecting Pokemon phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go back to yeah. camp. Blob is, uh, as you might imagine, very terrible at rope climbing. Avalanche and mm-hmm. Cyclops kind of developed this rivalry where they're, you know, chasing each other they get to some boats in a river and avalanche uses his powers to knock out knock cyclops out of the raft and uh there's this whole scene where you know gene stops spike from using his spikes to blow up avalanche's raft and saying you know and gene's like they t- you know we, we we're out here not to use our powers and cyclops is going to deal with this you know the way that our leader would and instead cyclops just blows him out of the fucking raft with his <laughs> eye beams and i'm like fuck yeah <laughs> yep. but, the, but there's a lot of, needs to be group leader like how the fuck is she not the group leader i know yeah well, there's a lot of talk about like how they have to learn how not to use their powers but the message of the episode is they need their powers to save their home so i think the idea here is like all that was stupid and you should just use your powers to accomplish games and yep. stuff you know mm-hmm. um, um 
So they're kind of yelling at each other at this point. There's a, there's a scene, there's a thing that happens a lot in this series. Um, it happens here too. I, I forgot to mention it. Right. So like when they uh, first show up in the bus, Spike's like, didn't, you know, I'm a city kid. I don't like this. Um, and there are all these scenes where it felt like the director just told all the actors just to kind of make up dialogue for a while. So you end up with all the kids talking at once. Like no one is listening. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Spike says, why didn't they tell them I'm a city kid? Which again, <laughs> being the dumbest fucking character on the show, like he thought they would tell the, the survival camp guy. Hey, just so you know that one, he's a city kid. Yeah. So he's not going to want to do all this stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Just a believe it or not, believe it or not, guy from the military. Some of these teenagers won't want to do this work outside <laughs> that you're going yeah. to make. That some of them yeah. will, will not want to exercise. And the, the drill sergeant's like, "You realize I'm not a child, right? Like I've done this. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a hat yeah. with two stars on it. That's some kind of form of rank. <laughs> yeah, this is an appellate of some sort. I did, um, I did love his hat with the two stars. I got uh, a guy told me today. Um, this is un." apropos of nothing but he was like you know if i have an engineer sitting in front of me and he's telling me something you know and trying to get up in my face or something i'm just going to tell him like you know i don't care what kind of piece of paper you have but if god sits in front of me and he has two stars on his collar he earned that and i'm like oh i'm in a military situation okay cool <laughs> oh you know the engineer went to school for like eight years okay cool 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 just making okay <laughs> yep well, the only way you can wear earn something is through military prowess of course yeah everything else is unearned mm-hmm. it's all that's what stolen valor is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so the kids are all doing this thing that, that thing that the directors in the show make them do where they, everyone just talk at once. Yes. So they're all just yelling at each other, just ad libbing like, I'm good. You're actually bad, but no, no, actually I'm not bad. I'm good. You know, just kind of saying kid shit. And, uh, Sergeant Hawks, uh, assigns them to do pull-ups or push-ups, and then gives them a contest. Like there's a flag on top of the mountain. This is, and this is a fucking, this is the murder horn. This is a serious, uh, mountain where you'd need like Sherpas and shit to get up there. Uh, and just says, you know, the, the team gets up there. You guys can compete um, to who does it first. Uh, you're going to come from separate sides, and that's going to prove who the actual good kids are. You think that the sergeant would not encourage this competition, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's here uh, to see the kids yeah. die. Like, that's, that's pretty yeah. clear. <laughs> <laughs> that's what each star in his hat represents. <laughs> <laughs> every year that every child has died in his care is a star yep. in his hat. Yeah. He's going yeah, for that once three. Once he gets three, he can retire. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> He also he also makes the stipulation that it can't just be one kid. He wants to see a picture, um, like also who's got a camera that can just print out a picture r- real quick. But what, whatever, let's yeah. just move on. Um, yeah. The uh, but he wants to see a picture of the whole team holding onto the flag. Uh, so that's the way. Like he wants everybody to work together. And Cyclops and Avalanche like yell at each other a whole bunch, and then eventually come to this conclusion of, well, I'm going to beat you fair and square, so we're not going to use powers and. Jean Grey is super excited about it because she thinks that that should be the challenge, but nobody's listening to Jean Grey at all. Like it's just Cyclops being a total fucking dick throughout this entire. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, So back to the the institute, uh, Xavier's spying on the kids with Cerebro. Logan's like, "Got any new mutants?" He's like, "No, just checking on our old ones." (laughs) Um, But but then they do detect a new mutant, uh, and and this is so like it's played as a reveal, and I hate it because we know who it is, but it's like new mutant scan matching with archives and then you know Xavier's like matches with archives what the you know and they continue to go but it turns out it's Kane hanging their way mutant is in transit um so uh Xavier says that uh yeah that juggernaut has the enhanced x gene like a super x gene hell yeah because he has a yes <laughs> give me that new coat baby that's what i want i want the i want the enhanced shit yeah give me that give me that gatorade zero get that get that um, tired ass x gene out of here i'm done with that shit so in this version of x-men if you have a latent x gene and then you enhance it with mysticism you yeah. become super mutant that doesn't sound like racist mega mutant. no yeah. <laughs> and I, I love when other media has to deal with juggernaut's stupid ass origin you know, and like this is how they're trying to split the difference. Yeah. It would have been so much easier if they said he's a very powerful mutant. Yep. You just, know? just like, oh yeah, his mutant power is not stopping it or something. And Logan's yeah, like, yeah. I don't understand. Like the implications there seem really weird. He's like, yeah. shut up, Logan. It, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't have all day, Logan. He'll be here in about twenty minutes. Um, uh, it's actually he'll be there like a long time from now because the kids get back by the time he's there. So like, you know, he's 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 very far away. Well, he has to walk in a straight um, line, like right, like he's he's gonna be yeah. He does walk. Yeah. Um, um, some police police cars show up, and and Juggernaut just fucking murders them, like knocks over their cars and crushes their heads. This is where his uh, design really fell apart for me. So he's got the helmet on, and like his 
like you like you mentioned, like he's got a, an extremely huge upper body that goes into yeah. the narrowest waist possible, and then he's got some fucking thick legs, like you know what I'm saying, thick legs, and it just looks kind of awkward and bad. And his helmet is not really textured at all. Like if you think about the um, the original '90s animated series, like when we saw the Juggernaut, like it actually had some form to it. Like this just feels like, I mean, not, it just feels like a blob. Like it's just like a yeah. Here's, here's a Here's a round object with no texture or shading on it, so it just looks flat and dumb. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It looks bad. Uh, too top heavy. Yes. Um, we go to camp. Uh, Cyclops and the X Men are uh, running towards the mountain. Um, all the other X Men are like, "This fucking sucks." Like nobody wants. Why it. do I have to do this? <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, yeah, the, we're remember we're we're trained to be superheroes. This is the dumbest shit I've ever done. <laughs> you know um rogue is like can we go uh, back to like thinking i'm a villain if i don't have to be there and i don't have to do this (laughs) (laughs) can we run the danger situation where you had to shoot me i would rather do that than this (laughs) (laughs) um the brotherhood uh go up the mountain uh blob is like carving a path uh there um storm is flying the blackbird right and the way that she's trying to stop kane uh, slow him down is by making a lot of fog and everyone thinks this is a great idea like Xavier's like ah yes if he can't see the mansion he can't find it you know or something like that because of her fog powers and I'm like I just wish that the the, the writers had just been like shoots lightning yeah you know for, for Storm like I know she does more than that I know it's more complicated than that but like their their attempts to be more creative with the powers have all been dumb as hell or shoots ca- lightning causes a flood <laughs> now we yep. can, now yeah. he's underwater <laughs> Like, I mean, yeah. it could be all, there could be all manner of things The the fog thing, I guess like the idea is so that nobody else will find juggernaut. And I guess that makes a certain amount of sense because Xavier knows that he's the only person, but the sequence in which she does it, like she flies the blackbird, puts it on autopilot and then gets on a little platform that just raises her to the roof of the blackbird. And I'm like, can storm not fly? Have we seen <laughs> storm fly? Why is she in the blackbird? Like she, presumably she can just fly like why yeah. why are we doing all this other stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway um it's dumb as hell yeah so uh xavier explains he's the only one that can stop the juggernaut because um assuming that he doesn't have his hat then he can hit him with psychic blast and that'll eventually wear him out so you can put him in the green not moving goo um juggernaut causes a train crash and then uh we get to we go back over to the survival camp where blob and the Brotherhood crew have found like this entrance to a abandoned mine shaft with the word "danger" written on it in like seventeen thousand font point point font. Yeah, and they're like, "Let's <laughs> yeah. go in here, everybody!" And Toad's like, "I've already been back. There's a shortcut." Yeah, he he he. There's a ladder that goes up, a set of stairs that goes up. He says, "So they're gonna cheat." Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Cyclops decides to cheat. Um, he says, "Kurt, like, hey, check and see if the flag is up there," which isn't very much of a cheat. Um. And he's like, ah, oh, you know, uh, Gene will be mad, but I guess I'll do it. No one's happy. Like, this is a bad morale moment for the X-Men. Yeah. Um, he he goes up there. Uh, Spike secures this rope for them, and they're going to go climb it. But Gene shows up and is like, I'm not going to do the rope. I'm just going to start climbing this mountain. Yep. Uh, she's not going to cheat. She's principled. There's a part earlier where Xavier says he sent them to this thing. Like, Wolverine says something like, uh is this a no powers kind of situation? Did you tell them no powers? And Xavier says, well, I thought that they would come up with that on their own. Um, Charles, they're fucking teenagers. Like they're not going to, like they're not going to do this to themselves. Like, I mean, Jean will, because she's like, I mean, Jean is like, you know, Jean gray. So she's already 87 years old, but (laughs) the rest of them are just going to use their powers because I have to imagine it's fun. Like it's gotta be kind of cool to use a mutant power, right? Super fun. Like if you were Quicksilver, that you wouldn't do anything slow. No, the um, you know, yeah, it'd be really fun. Um, so uh, they start climbing up, and the uh, the bad kids got stuck. There's like a little um, like a cave in or a door, I can't remember. Um, and uh, Toad's like, well, I figured you could just shake things up. And Avalanche uses his powers. And I just want to say again how much I hate how Avalanche's powers are portrayed in the show, which he just stands there and his eyes roll back in his head and everything shakes. Yeah, it's real like dumb. I would have preferred waves come out of his hands or something. Um, but that gives, that gives them more stuck. Like I was like, oh, they're you know, they're gonna die. I can't, I, I can't believe we're in this dangerous mind shaft and shaking it didn't help the situation at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's, he's he's trying to get the the spike awards for the dumbest character on this fucking show. The Brotherhood really um, needs a danger room. <laughs> like it's just a, yeah, that's what Mystique should be trying to steal is the danger <laughs> room. <laughs> they just keep using the gym and they just keep shooting hoops. <laughs> and it's like it's not it's not actually training them for very many situations. So. 
Yeah. Blah plays a mean game of dodgeball, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Avalanche doesn't know how to they use will, his powers. Yeah, um, they will be doing pickle, pickleball. Um, so the uh, the X Men get very close to the flag, but the mountain starts shaking. Here, mm-hmm. Spike falls off. Jean has to catch him. So again, using her powers, and Cyclops is again he being a huge dick. It's like Levitate us to the top. I demand it. Uh, Jean won't do it. Yeah, because she's like, this is not a life and death situation, and I would expect a group leader to understand that. And I'm like. My dude, you were given way too much thought. Like Cyclops has not put this much <laughs> thought into this situation. So no, no. Um, Rogue finds out the finds the bad kids. Finds out that they're in there, and they decide to save them. Yeah, and, and just uh, like that, Scott is a good guy again. So like yeah. the rest of this episode, we're not going to do we're not going to do any more character development with Scott and will he won't he use his powers to to succeed in the task. He's like, oh no, we're going to save these kids, and then that's it. We're 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 done. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So. Uh, Xavier, you know, is still talking about Logan. Like they're just acting like they have nothing they can do about it. This inevitable thing is approaching. Mm-hmm. Um, he has to be locked away for his own good. He eventually arrives with Mystique. Uh, Logan tries to hold them off, but fails. Yep. Like it, it's it's not a, a very even fight. Um, and Juggernaut walks directly through Cerebro, destroying it. I love it. Uh, I mean, one of my favorite parts of the episode, besides him pushing Mystique down, is him just literally yeah. walking through Cerebro through and Cerebro. not not noticing at all. Fuck this. He's like the protagonist of Doom 2016. Exactly. Fuck yeah. this. Fuck, it's this just, fuck, fuck all of this. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I'm mashing I, through I, all this dialogue. Do not give a like, shit about your villain speech. I'm just I'm just here to kill things, and I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. What if they okay. reveal in Doom Eternal that you were actually playing Juggernaut? Yeah, <laughs> a great. weird, weird crossover with you know whoever owns X Men right yeah, now. They, they, <laughs> it got the X Men license. It would definitely be, be better. Very, very surprised. Be better than that Avengers game that Square is making. So, yeah, if, yeah, um, probably likely, which is a bummer. Yeah. yeah. Um. The uh. So um. Mystique's really mad. She's like, hey, you destroyed the thing. She picks up this, like, crushed Cerebro helmet. Uh, and he gets really mad. He knocks her out. Because, again, I kind of love Juggernaut on this. Like, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Cyclops is rappelling down uh, to save the bad kids. Um, and, of course, this turns into a race to save them. Yep. Um, all bets are off as far as powers. So Quicksilver and Kurt both go for the flag. Uh, but then the Blackbird arrives to pick them up. So yeah. it's like, hey, you know, you, we, we have real shit. Like, stop this clown garbage. We have real things to do, actually. Remember what you are? Um, sorry, we sent you away to waste your time. We should have had you guarding the mansion. Storm has a line. Um, let's here go take out this guy that I that I love to death because Storm says, um, "Everybody, Xavier's in trouble, and so is Mystique." And like then the Brotherhood kids look up, and I'm just like, <laughs> it's just crack up laughing like that, dude. Like, and so is Mystique, and like all the X Men are looking at each other like, "So <laughs> who cares?" Yeah. Um, so they all get onto the onto the blackbird and in this extremely time sensitive situation they managed to take a picture of themselves all like both teams standing at the flag and then pick up the flag take it on the blackbird throw the flag at the sergeant guy who was trying to kill them almost killing him in the process and then like mm-hmm. flying that picture down so that he can see that they all work together to get to the flag and i'm like you guys know xavier is in spite of this yeah point or something xavier's, in, that guy. xavier's in trouble right now <laughs> like he's got yeah. <laughs> we don't have time imagine yeah. if like you know the like the cop car had to pull over for gas on the way to save you from the bank robber like it's ridiculous <laughs> what are you doing i shouldn't have gotten all those haircuts on the way yeah can't yeah. believe this so uh uh so back at the mansion uh juggernaut is stalking after xavier and the defenses aren't even really slowing him down um and the kids show up. Uh, they're all dressed up as a uh, uniform and they do this fight. Yes. Um, Logan says, basically, you know, you can't stop them. Just try to get the helmet off. And it is the problem. The X-Men evolution problem of everyone just taking turns. Mm-hmm. Like no one actually doing any synergies, but everyone gets a chance to do something here, which I like. And I like that they're teaming up. And uh, I like that this is a, uh, this is a video game boss fight, right? Like, so they, totally. they, they know they can't take him, take him out. So like, every single person is tasked with like undoing one latch. And when they get the four latches yeah, yeah. off, then, 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 then the super weapon like a Zelda work. boss fight. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and they do some cool stuff with this, like rogue and kitty kind of face through the wall to get at one of the latches. Um, I, I don't think blob does anything in this fight. I, I don't really remember. He, yeah. He, uh, he stops him. He, he, uh, stands oh, yeah. in front of, he's the opening person. He stops the juggernaut from moving forward. So he, they can he has that stuff. unstoppable force, meet the immovable blob or, or whatever line it yeah. is. Yeah. 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 Yep, yeah. Um, 
so they they eventually if it it works um i don't think that this is animated this scene is animated very well uh like just no, again the, no. the, the fight scenes just seem really unimaginative and kind of bland i i, I like the like the, the technical stuff in this like i like the idea of it but i don't think it's executed particularly well no no, no. like yeah i agree i don't think that the the yeah i agree yeah. um and they they do it they get uh they take the helmet off and xavier presumably just pummels this dude's mind grapes into mind mm-hmm. wine like yeah. the, mind wine <laughs> i don't know like what is like is he just smashing this dude's brain like no wonder he's so fucking mad and dumb right like how many times yeah. did he just squash this dude's fucking you know you know what i'm saying like what the hell yeah, yeah xavier yeah it's a blunt instrument he's just basically just like stop 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 you know until uh until eventually he has to and knocks him out yes um yeah it, it, it's pretty rough um, the kids all party together. They're all happy to team up. Uh, Mystique takes the bad kids away, but uh, Cyclops and Avalanche have a little bonding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Avalanche has an extremely weird line. Um, Cyclops is like, "We're gonna, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna trounce you next time." And Avalanche goes, "There won't be a next time." And I'm like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, like, are you saying that you guys won't actually compete again? Why? Do you know that someone's gonna die? Do you like? What do you know? Because so, that's very weird. Is the is the lesson that you're never supposed to use your powers or that you're always supposed to use your powers or that you're supposed to team up with your, with your enemies or none of that. And it doesn't matter because it's X-Men evolution and we're just going to move on past it with the next episode. We don't, we don't care about it. Like, yeah, it's so weird. Um, and then there's this thing at the end where they put, you know, Kane back into the green goo and it's Xavier and, uh, Scott and Gene and Logan and Scott and Gene have this conversation like how they are just the best kids ever or something. Like, I don't, I didn't understand what was happening at all of this. They were like, you know, sometimes you do are good and sometimes you aren't. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about right now? Like, I don't understand anything that you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really weird. It, it, uh, it does not make a lot of sense for this. No. So like, I don't know. Um, the, 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 I like this episode more than the last one. Like, I like the, the juggernaut stuff just fine. The mm-hmm. mountain stuff is dumb. I desperately need this show to get better. Um, <laughs> I was promised good X-Men, Gary. People yeah. raved about this. Like, we, this was probably yeah. our like, biggest request to do on the show, right? And I'm not blaming anybody. If somebody like, loves the show and they're, they're bummed out by this, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not, no individual blame or anything. No, I believe no, 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 it can no, no, get no. better. Yeah. It's just this first season, taking an entire season to introduce people and set up characters and stuff, while still trying to adhere to this A-B plot structure where, like, there have to be these like kind of little silly subplots that are about things is a real mistake. Yeah. You know, like this, this could have actually stood to do a little bit more shorthanding. And, and I talked about this, I think the last episode, but that's the danger of really messing with the formula, right? Like the actual, the other X-Men series we could do just starts with the idea like, Hey, it's the X-Men. It's basically how you know them. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Uh, this one, they can't do that and they won't do that. You know, like they, they maybe could, but they just decide not to. So it's not that there's too much setup. There's not really setup happening. It's kind of like the, this whole season feels like average episodes from a later season, like a filler episode from a later season. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like you know, if they had, if they were 22 episodes a season, like these first, what are we on? Like eight or nine at this point, like these yeah. would be squarely in the middle. Like this is not the setup. This is not the climatic ending. This is that where the writers kind of wanted to try to do something a little different that doesn't necessarily match up with the meta plot. And it's just, none of this shit is really working for me. Um, no and, and 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 again the show keeps forgetting about characterization like i feel like in the last couple of episodes cyclops was like really learning to be a serious team leader and also like but not be too serious and then none of that is here like none of that is yeah reflected. yeah like, yeah kurt's wackiness from that episode that we just covered not here at all not like, yeah it didn't happen here so like you can't you know it is good to have these little characterization beats but if it doesn't stick it, it doesn't matter exactly and, you know it, it's it's not good if it doesn't stick yeah so um that's it. We're gonna be uh, we'll be back in two weeks with another mm-hmm. uh, episode of Days of Future Cast, another two episodes of X Men Evolution. Um, in the meantime, if you want to support the show directly, go to patreon.com slash TV. Um, I want to apologize. I know Gary sent out an email uh, saying we've been late on the early feed, and that's been a combination of personal and professional life. Like I'm I'm going through a, a like major weird remodel and also working a lot, and me and Gary just haven't been able to hook up. We're gonna try to rectify that as soon as possible and get us back on the normal schedule. So just bear with us for a little while longer, and we should be good. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not all you get from patreon.com slash stuck You can also get access to the Slack. Mm-hmm. You can uh, suggest mm-hmm. episodes, suggest games for Gary and Cole to cover. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's something no, else frankly, in there that I'm forgetting. <laughs> irresponsible amount of bonus shows. 
And it, yeah. a huge amount of exclusive content. Like, I mean, if you turn on that yep. fire hose in your RSS feed, like be prepared because <laughs> it's, it's yep. a lot. Um, we put out a podcast basically every day. So I think actually literally every day. So yeah. The, yeah. um, 365 at least a year so, if, you, if you count monster um, my podcast probably like more than one per day in some cases so. oh yeah everything to guppy oh know? yeah i forgot so with, with those two we got every day covered um and then yeah also um uh, if you donate yeah, enough sure. money it'll go towards everything to guppy being canceled which is uh i think yeah, a, exactly. a, a worthy goal for any podcast yes. to, to <laughs> absolutely stop, a worthy goal to. <laughs> yeah. please uh please stop Please, please stop the, Gary from telling any more stories yeah. on everything to Guppy and telling people to at yeah. me about them afterwards. So I sincerely apologize. Comedy no, but, is a weird instinctual thing, especially when I'm in the room with Will. Uh, you just follow what you, you, there's not a lot of thought that goes in that show, which may surprise you. It, it is a lot. That doesn't of, surprise just, me in the least. <laughs> a lot of gut instinct. If, and, you, if uh, you told me that you guys were workshopping those bits, I would laugh you off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'll, I, after in the green room. I'm gonna tell you what we're doing for Duckfest, cool. and I think that you'll think it is funny. So, oh, yeah. Um, um, speaking yeah. of Duckfest, August 31st, uh, Portland, mm-hmm. Oregon. Come out. We're gonna do some crazy Days of Future Cast stuff. Uh, bonfire side chat. Everything to Guppy. Um, probably watch out for fireballs. Like y'all are doing like most most of the shows on the network that have a host involved in them, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, at least in some way. So we have some guest podcasts, but people will be uh, guesting. Mm-hmm. On that, you know, people will be uh, from our kind of camp will be joining them, which is super great. Um, yeah, it's gonna be super fun. So, duckfeed.tv slash duckfest. Yeah, go check that out. And, um, yeah, if ratings, reviews, always nice. Tell your X Men friends about our uh, apparently lack of appreciation of X Men evolution, um, or mm-hmm. our extreme amount of sexualizing the X Men and see if they're into the podcast. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back mm-hmm. in two weeks. See you later. Bye. Bye.